What are the current and future technical, legal, and policy challenges related to cybersecurity? It's episode 294 of the Dan York Report. And back in June 2015, on Friday, June 5th, I was in Sofia, Bulgaria at the European Dialogue on Internet Governance, or Eurodig 2015, where I was on a panel talking about what are these issues, what's involved with this broad area called cybersecurity. I recorded the uh, presentation, the panel that I was in, and then I promptly uh, forgot about it, quite honestly, until I was recently cleaning off my iPhone and discovered the recording there. So I thought I would post it because even now, these many months later, it's still quite accurate. I was talking then about the need to restore trust in the internet, to restore uh, people's faith in the fact that they can you know, commence commerce and, and collaborate and do all that across the internet, and, uh, and the need to collaborate together to ensure the security of the overall internet, something we call collaborative security within the Internet Society. And in fact, you can find our framework at www.internetsociety.org slash collaborative security. I'll have that link and a link to the show notes uh, or the workshop notes, a link to the uh, video presentation where this uh, of this session, and all of that in the uh, show notes here on SoundCloud. So meanwhile, here is the audio recording. Enjoy. Ultimately, this, this thing that we call the Internet really is about people in some way. It's, it's being held together by people, by organizations, by the collaboration, cooperation of those organizations. And if we look at the, where the organizations have come out of, where the Internet come out of, and I should represent too, I work for the Internet Society, but really I'm here more representing sort of the technical community, the Internet Engineering Task Force, the people that are running and operating a lot of the parts of the Internet that are out here. And when we talk about this, when we look at how the Internet evolved, it's evolved out of collaboration and cooperation between groups and people, private, public, individuals, uh, academic, all sorts of different organizations. And it, this, this opportunity that we've had, this, this Internet of Opportunity, this, the, what we've brought today, has really been, in large part, been enabled by trust, by people having trust in the system, trusting that they could go and order something, trusting that they can be able to communicate, um, in theory, in, in their own minds at least, securely, all of that. You know, people, the normal, everyday people who are out here, you know, want to just use the Internet, feel safe in their use of it, and doing that. You know, and lately, of course, we've had a lot of challenges to that trust, right? Whether it's been the Snowden revelations, whether it's been the data breaches, just this big one this morning that was announced that was uh, 4 million names exposed through U.S. records that were over, you know, in the you know, U.S. government. You know, these large data breaches, all this, you know, those decreased level of trust that people have in the Internet, in the systems that are there. And I think that's really, to me, the fundamental challenge that we have in cybersecurity is how do we restore that level of trust and confidence but the important, you know, the important thing is that we talk about this as a network of networks. And I think I want to put a number on that. Because if we think we talk about it, it's a network of networks, a network of networks. We say it. That's what we say all the time. Any guesses as to how large the, what, the routing table, the, the, all the routers that connect out there, how many different networks there are at a top level? Anybody want to give me a guess? I think the, 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 the four routers carry something like 300,000 routers. Well, okay, it's not quite that. It, well, the routing table might be that big, actually, but yeah. the, there's 50,000 what are called autonomous systems, uh, oh, large okay. networks, okay, that are all interconnected at the top level. Well, not the top level, but the, the, the network of networks is there. It's at least, you know, those are the 50,000 big ones. 
But then each of those are like internet service providers who then connect out to hundreds of thousands, conceivably millions, of individual home networks, of individual, you know, the, this Wi-Fi network here, which in and of itself is a network of networks that happen inside of here. So the scope of the challenge that we have when we think about this thing called the internet is that it truly is a massive scale you know, network of networks where we don't have these magic silver bullets that we can just say, you know, we'll solve this kind of problem. But, but more than that, you know, technology alone you know, cannot solve cybersecurity issues. Governments alone cannot solve cybersecurity issues. Businesses alone cannot solve it. And it's important also to think that no one government can protect itself exclusively through its own actions. No company can protect itself exclusively for, by its own actions because we are all interconnected. Botnets don't discriminate. You know, they're not anywhere, you know, it's, it, it goes around. It doesn't matter if you go and construct the most rigorous walls. Okay, somebody else can find a way in and connect through that. You've got to help ensure the overall hygiene of the whole network. I like the conversations we were talking about before about norms for the internet. And we're talking here about government norms, but there are also technical norms. One of the great work that's happened within the Internet Engineering Task Force, the ITF, is a development of a lot of best common practices, BCPs, best common practices, ways that people can go and work with this. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, best current operational practices, what some call BCOPs, that come out of the operator community. There's a lot of collaboration going on within the operator groups. The people who are actually running the internet get together at meetings. There's one just this past week in North America, NANOG, the North American Network Operator Group. RIPE, we've had conversations here. Marco was right here from the RIPE NCC that has their RIPE meetings where network operators get together and collaborate and work together in that regard. This is really that collaboration that, that goes on. Part of what's made the internet the success it is, is this, the general purpose nature that was mentioned out here before. That it does, it's not optimized for anything specific. It can be any kind of network. This idea of permissionless innovation, that anybody can create any service. One of the strengths of the internet is that there are no gatekeepers. You know, any of us can publish information, we can set up our services. The next Facebook or Google, whatever, could come out of here in Bulgaria, or it could come out of Estonia. You know, you've had a, a good number come out of Estonia, actually. You know, you've got all sorts of different things coming out of because there is no gatekeeper. So the challenge we have when we look at cybersecurity is how do we preserve that open nature that allows that opportunity and innovation without adding additional gatekeepers in some way? How do we do it in those kind of ways? I've, we, the Internet Society, took some time earlier this year to sort of document some of what the internet technical community has been doing over these years in a process that we call collaborative security. And there's a link in the notes for this to a document that explains it more. But it's an approach to looking at, at uh, internet security issues. But it's both ways. I, I talk about it as far as something the technical community needs to be involved in um, or, or has been done there. And governments need to be more involved in that process. And the technical community needs to be more involved in the government process. There are two different worlds that exist and do the, a lot of their own things. I was delighted to hear you say, you know, certainly when you were under the DDoS attack, a lot of the technical community came to the aid and was working with that regard. In a lot of other cases, just as Jeffrey mentioned, the law enforcement isn't necessarily here. You know, I go to some of the meetings where I see a le the, the law enforcement and the techies aren't there. And I go to the technical meetings and the law enforcement aren't there. We do need to, you know, the only way that we will work through this and solve this big list of issues is by figuring out means to collaborate together. You know, the C-CERTs, the CERTs, are 
excellent examples of that. Um, we talked about, uh, you, some of you who are interested in, in the, uh, if you know of people in the network operating space, there's a project out there called Manners, which is the Mutually Assured Norms for Routing Security. It's, it's, a, it's a project about basically minding your manners when it comes to internet routing. Simple things like not passing packets out of your network that have spoofed addresses coming, that would be coming from somebody else's network. Okay, it's, a, it's simple steps that operators can do, but they don't do them necessarily because it's not in their best, they, they don't have a reason to do it. But, they, but if they go and take those steps, helping the greater common, then you wind up with you know, bringing, raising the overall hygiene of the whole internet. So there's a number of these steps that we can do to go and, and work with that. Um, you know, you had asked us about some of the, you know, the issues that we've seen here. There's certainly some of these larger issues we talked about, you know, DDoS attacks, botnets, those kind of things. There's also a big question, I think, that we all have to look at, which is the deployment of these technologies. There's a lot of great security mechanisms already out there. And, you know, just as there's a lot of great security laws and rules out there, but the enforcement of those, the deployment of the technologies, you know, we're looking at these issues now in some places where people are saying, that's great, but, you know, I've got this, this computer, this uh, home router that I bought at a local electronics store. The firmware's never been updated. You know, it's, it's violently insecure. How do you go and get some of those updated? Some of that recall, requires all of us to realize that we have a shared responsibility here and look at how do we go and secure our systems to the degree that we can because we really are, you know, all in that. Other pieces, you know, if we talk about cybersecurity, there's a lot of new things looming too. We've heard here talk about Internet of Things and all of the incredible insecurity that is happening as a lot of those things get rushed through the process of people innovating, trying new things, but not necessarily thinking about security. So I'll end because I know we have lunch and we want to talk more about this later, but I think the key question really comes back to what Marina said earlier too. There's a lot of ideas, a lot of rules, a lot of laws. The question is how do we implement those? And how do we do that in a way that brings together all of the people? Because it's not something that government can just say, here you go. It's not something that internet, inter international government and entities can do. It's not something that businesses can do. It's not something that the techies can do alone. You know, none of these people can do it all alone, and we have to look at how do we collectively, you know, figure out how to make that work. Thank you very much. And actually, I think that was an excellent wrap-up for, for what we are going to do as a follow-up session. Because after collecting all these issues, big or small, we have to see how we can actually collaborate, how to bring these pieces of the puzzle together. So I believe that we will lose one of the speakers after after this panel, but we will still have replacement for the ITAN speaker. So just come back to this audience and believe me, we are going to discuss together, so you will have more as well. So and I think technically, yes. we, you, then you wanted to add, it, add something? I was just yeah. going to say, in the, these postcards that are floating around are great examples yeah. too. Because there's some great illustrations, but there's some on here like you know cyber cybersecurity, a holistic approach, collective responsibility. I could have perhaps shortened my talk and just held this one up a little bit and said, "Look at this." Okay, but actually, we all kind of could have. But still, we all say collective responsibility. We all say collaboration. We all say collective approach. But, but what when does it that comes mean? To the essence. Right. What does it mean? What does it and mean? In which field, in which domain, it's a big issue. And how do we do it? 
And how do we ensure we're, you know, we're, all the right stakeholders are there at times? To Jeffrey's point, where's the law enforcement? The session went on to have a to have lunch and to have another session where we got into these issues in much greater detail, a second level. Um, the undersecretary from uh, Estonia had to leave, so it was the rest of us who were there talking about it. But it was uh, it was a great discussion. Again, I'll have uh, show notes up on the in here on SoundCloud that will point to the session that was there, as well as to the resources such as collaborative security, as well as to the YouTube video as well. Uh, one of the main topics we're talking about within the Internet Society this year in 2016 is how do we go about uh, restoring and promoting trust in the Internet. And so it was quite apropos that I was talking about all this back in June 2015. Anyway, Thanks for listening. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me, and I would appreciate any comments you have about this left either here on soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere where you find this on social networks. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.